Welcome to the M-Advisor Podcast. I'm Paul Morton. The M-Advisor Podcast is a financial podcast for busy professionals to get insights into the emotional side of finances. Understanding what to do with your finances is important, but it's also equally important to understand why. The M-Advisor Podcast exists to help you get a clear vision about your money, what steps you should consider, and why you should consider them. Everyone is different, and we should celebrate that. Every financial plan should be different, too. Music is used with permission from Forum. Please find the band Forum on Spotify. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendation or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member of FINRA, SIPC. Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Welcome to the M-Advisor Podcast. I'm Paul Morton. Thanks for listening. New episodes of the M-Advisor Podcast come out on payday, the 15th and 30th of each month. Today, we're discussing retirement plans in hospitals. Let's start at the beginning. What retirement plans are normally available at hospitals and what do they mean? And there's three primary types of plans that are available at hospitals. There's the 401k, a 403b, and a 457 or 457b plan. For the most part, each one of these three plans works in similar functionality. A 401k is just a tax code. So is a 403b and so is a 457b. You can't buy into a 401k as if you were to buy a stock. A 401k is just the tax rulings of that particular account. So if you put money into a 401k, you put money into an account with the tax rules found in section 401k of the Internal Revenue Code. Same thing with a 403b or 457b plan. The names of these retirement plans are just where you can find that information in the Internal Revenue Code. So they're not creatively named to describe what a 401k does. So in general, what do these plans provide? First of all is tax deferral. And what does tax deferral mean? What is the difference between tax deferral and tax deduction? So when you have a tax deduction, you are lowering your income for the purposes of tax. And if you have a tax deferral, you're lowering your income for the purposes of tax for a certain period of time. So the difference between tax deduction and tax deferral is that when you make a tax deduction, the tax doesn't return later. When you make a tax deferral, you defer taxes until a later date. So when you save money into a 401k, and let's just use $100,000 of income. If you earn $100,000 of income, and then you put $10,000 into your 401k, you will be taxed on $90,000 of income. So if you're in the, let's say, 20% tax bracket, that $10,000 of 401k savings saved roughly 
$2,000 of tax because you took $10,000 away from your earnings, according to the IRS, which that $10,000 was taxed at 20%. So it results in about a $2,000 tax savings. And then that $10,000 goes into the 401k. You didn't buy a 401k. It goes into the 401k where it usually is going to be invested in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, or maybe even cash or cash equivalents. And any growth that those particular investments generate will also be tax deferred. So if you put $10,000 into the 401k and it grew to $12,000, that $2,000 of growth also isn't taxed to you. And this repeats until you decide to take money out of a retirement plan. And then once you take money out of a retirement plan, that is when the tax is due. All contributions and all growth are tax deferred until redeemed. And then when you take money out of these plans, then you will pay income tax on 100% of what you take out. There are some exceptions to this. One exception is that if you have a Roth retirement account, whether that be a Roth 401k or Roth IRA. Another exception is if you have an IRA or 401k that you funded where you didn't defer the funding of those accounts. But that information isn't for this particular episode. Just understand that some exceptions exist. What's the difference between a 401k and a 403b? Well, the difference is what kind of entity creates the retirement plan. Is it a for-profit entity, which will be a 401k? Or is it a non-profit entity, which will be a 403b? And if you work at a hospital, you likely have both a 401k and a 403b. And why is that? Well, the 401k or the for-profit side of your hospital is there to provide benefits to the non-highly paid individuals. So this might be people making under eighty dollars to $100,000 will go into the 401k. And the 401k will likely have the same match as the 403b, but the 401k is all that's allowed for deferral for retirement plans. And then once you have a history of earning more than that eighty dollars to $100,000 of annual income with this particular hospital, then you will be moved to the 403B or the nonprofit side of the hospital. The match is likely the same for the 401k as it is the 403B, but the only way to add what's called a 457 plan is to attach it to a 403B. If you have a 403B, you can also add a 457 plan. And a 403B and a 401k, for the most part, are the same thing. It's just the 401k is a for-profit entity and a 403b is for a non-profit entity. 
a 457 plan is not the same thing. A 457 plan technically is not a retirement plan. A 457 plan is a salary deferral plan. So what's the difference in a retirement plan and a salary deferral plan? A retirement plan is saving money and deferring money until retirement age. And the government defines that at age 59 and a half. That's when you can access your retirement plan without any penalty. If you take money out of a retirement plan prior to age 59 and a half, then you have a 10% excise tax penalty on all contributions plus income tax. On a 457 plan, there is no 10% penalty because the 457 plan is used to defer income to a later date of your choosing, not for retirement, but just for whenever you choose. And there's some caveats to a 457 plan and a few risks that are inherent to a 457 plan that don't exist with a 403b or a 401k, which for all intents and purposes, 403Bs and 401Ks for our conversation are the same thing. The contribution limits for 401Ks, 403Bs, and 457 plans are the same. For this year, 2022, it's $20,500 per year that can be deferred. In some of these retirement plans, if the retirement plan allows, you can contribute much more than that. You just can't defer any more than that $20,500 limit. Again, all three, 401k, 403b, and 457 plans have the same contribution limits. A 401k is standalone. A 403b can be paired up with a 457 plan, and you can fund and defer $20,500 in each a 457 plan and a 403b for a total of $41,000 per year. What else makes a 457 plan differ from a 403b? A 403b and a 401k both are held separately in a trust away from the employer's reach or grasp. So if you work for a hospital that made, let's say, a couple of bad billing decisions and declared for bankruptcy. That's not a normal thing that happens, but does happen from time to time. Your 401k dollars and your 403b dollars are held separately away from the reach of the hospital. A 457 plan, however, is not. If in the same situation, while the 401k is safe, the 403b is safe, but the hospital made a few bad billing decisions and has to declare bankruptcy, the assets in the 457 plan are then subject to the creditors of the hospital. And that's, in my opinion, one of the biggest risks and downfalls of the 457 plan. Even though hospitals and health systems going bankrupt isn't a common thing. So you might fund a 457 plan if you feel really good about the leadership of your hospital system. And then here's another caveat with a 457 plan. 
if you move from one health system to another, you can use a IRA to roll over or combine all of these old retirement plans from previous employers. So if you worked for one health system for a few years and funded their retirement plan and then moved to another health system for a number of years and funded their retirement plan, then you can combine all of these old retirement plans in a rollover IRA. You can do the same thing with a 457 plan. And so then the rollover IRA basically carries the same or similar general rules with some limitations of these old employer-sponsored plans. The IRA does not have some provisions that your retirement plan might have, such as you can't take loans from your IRA, whereas some 401ks you could take loans from. If you put a 457 plan into an IRA, so you had an old 457 plan from a previous employer, and if you roll the 457 plan into an IRA, it's no longer a salary deferral plan. It's now a retirement plan. So if you were funding a 457 plan, for example, for college for your kids because there's no 10% penalty to take that money out, or if that 457 plan doubled as your emergency fund because, again, there's no penalty to take that money out. You just pay taxes on it. And then you roll that into an IRA, you've lost that ability to withdraw that money without a 10% penalty. It's important to understand how each one of these accounts work when, one, establishing your benefits, and two, managing them. And so in general, all of these retirement accounts and even the 457 plan works very similar. You put money in, it lowers your taxable income through tax deferrals. You don't pay taxes on the growth of these particular accounts. And for a 401k or 403b, when you retire and you start taking money out of these accounts, you pay income tax on that withdrawal. A 457 differs in the fact that you can withdraw that money basically at any time and there is no 10% penalty. You only pay income tax. And then there's one other account that we haven't talked about because there's not as much management of this particular account and that's the 401A not to be confused with 401k. The 401a is basically a retirement plan that only the employer can fund. The employee cannot put any money in a 401a. Only the employer is allowed to fund that. And so there's a really quick, non-specific overview of a few of the retirement accounts that you will find in a hospital system. All of these accounts can be matched by the employer except the 457 plan. The 457 plan cannot accept a match. It is only a deferral of your salary. There's no additional benefit added. So a 401k and a 403b can both accept employee contributions from the physician and employer contributions from the hospital. The 457 plan can only accept employee 
or physician contributions. And each one of these plans has benefits. Each one of these plans has some drawbacks. So it's important to evaluate your current position and your current financial plan to determine if you should fund these plans or not. More often than not, it will make sense to fund your 401k or 403b and maybe even your 457 plan. But I have seen some instances where funding a retirement plan was counter to what the physician was trying to accomplish for their lives, for their practice, and for their family. And everybody's a little bit different. So to me, it makes sense to customize. So by understanding some of the basics behind these plans, it can help you plan for your own future. I hope this was helpful. My name's Paul Morton with M-Advisor. We offer financial planning to physicians. You can find me and more content at www.m-advisor.com. New episodes of the M-Advisor podcast are released on payday, the 15th and 30th of each month. Stay tuned for more. Thank you for listening.